I'm Ali Baker, she, her, an education lecturer and children's fantasy literature researcher at University of East London. You're listening to Fantasy Book Swap, where normally a guest and I swap children's fantasy fiction, one classic and one contemporary, and we discuss them. Unfortunately, two guests have had life issues, which meant they had to cancel scheduled recording, so I'm unleashing an emergency solo podcast. I hope things uh, get easier and better for these guests, and I hope to welcome them very soon to the kitchen in Hove. So this week, I'm going to be recording um, a shorter than usual podcast because no one wants to listen to me for a whole hour and it's going to be on social class in children's literature which is my research topic. In the period 1965 to 1999 child protagonists in fantasy fiction tended to be ordinary children caught up in a fantastical adventure Even in 1973's The Dark is Rising, while Will Stanton is a seventh son of a seventh son and an old one, John Roe Townsend criticised him as being too ordinary for the scope of uh, Susan Cooper's novel. At the same time, fantasy was often considered lowbrow by educationalists and children's literature critics. A change in the social class in fantasy protagonists in the 1990s seems to coincide with two separate phenomena. Firstly, the publication and popularity of Northern Lights by Philip Pullman in 1995 and Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone in 1996 and concerns over children and reading. As parents were encouraged to have more responsibility in their children's education through marketisation and choice in schools, so broadcast newspapers began publishing think pieces and articles about books that particularly got boys reading. Both Lyra and Harry have been misunderstood as poor children. While they are neglected, and in Harry's case, in an abusive family situation, they are both privileged. Harry is extremely wealthy, a half-blood wizard, and also a natural sportsman in the wizarding sport of Quidditch. Lyra is the daughter of aristocrats who represent two ruling factions of her world, scholarship and the church. In addition, both children's destinies have such world-changing importance. There are groups of powerful adults both protecting them and seeking to destroy them. Reaction to the classist nature of Harry Potter happened quite early. In 2003, Jonathan Stroud's Amulet of Samarkand, the first in the Bartimaeus trilogy, was published. These novels are set in an alternate London where a magician oligarchy is in charge. Non-magician are known as commoners rather than muggles and are discriminated against in education, employment and justice. 
Magicians do not have innate powers, but instead rely on exploitation of magical beings called demons by the magicians and genie by themselves. One of these, Bartimaeus, is the narrator of part of each novel in the series. In the first novel, The Amulet of Samarkand, he is conjured and enslaved by Nathaniel, a young magician, apprenticed to a third-rate magician. Nathaniel is frustrated and bored by the slow, slow pace his master is teaching him and studies on his own. This leads to catastrophic events that result in the death of his master and the near overthrow of the magician government. As a result of him saving the government, he is apprenticed to the Minister of Security at the age of 12. Further books in the series go on to focus on both Nathaniel, who is now known as John Mandrake, and Kitty Jones, a commoner who is immune to magic. She discovers eventually that she, and therefore anyone, can learn to summon Ginny and therefore practice magic. The specialness of magicians, who feel that they are owed power to maintain the British Empire, is therefore shown to be a sham. By linking colonialism to the slavery of magical creatures, Stroud undercuts the seeming benign nature of a wizarding world like Rowling's. Thank you for listening to episode 20 of Fantasy Book Swap. You can find us on Twitter at Fantasy Swap, on Facebook at Fantasy Book Swap, or email fantasybookswap at gmail.com. You can subscribe at most of your favourite podcast places or download from Podbean. Please do rate and review if you can. It helps to satisfy my vanity. Thanks to Steve Vapor Charles for production assistance and Jack Sadler Johnson for the use of his beautiful track Bliss. Fantasy Book Swap will be recording on the Monday morning of um, EasterCon Reclamation 2022, that is Easter Mon- Monday. My guest will be Tasha Suri. I hope I'm not jinxing this now. And we will be discussing Tamora Pierce's Alana, The First Adventure, and Philip Reeves' Utterly Dark and the Face of the Deep. If you have any questions for uh, Tasha or uh, any questions about those books, please do get in touch via one of the methods above. Until next time, bye! (laughs) 